Hi there, I'm Paul Irwin and welcome to the pros.com podcast where we discuss all of the relevant issues to help you succeed as a freelance translator or interpreter. We cover sales and marketing, translation techniques, cat tools and much, much more. Find out more at anchor.fm slash pros. Hey there, Paul here, and welcome to episode 23 of the pros.com podcast. Today I'm going to be talking about outsourcing. You're, you're stuck with me today, I'm afraid. No, uh, no fancy industry leading guests, just me talking about outsourcing. Well, I thought it was, um, I, there's been quite a few discussions uh, about outsourcing recently, and so I thought I'd share a few ideas and uh, that's what this podcast is all about. Don't forget to check out training.pros.com to see what we are doing in terms of new courses. We're adding new courses all of the time. And we are also going to be focusing on outsourcing and how to how to start a translation company or how to start an LSP. So if, if that kind of thing is of interest, then head on over to training.pros.com. And if you wish to email me at any time, you can email me at training at pros.com that's training at pros.com so what's what's outsourcing all about and why did I want to talk about outsourcing well I, I guess as a as a as a way of introduction there seem to be different different views on outsourcing so that there's definitely people out there who prefer to work on their own they prefer to stay as a, as a freelancer what I refer to as a pure freelancer and that has the advantages of of, of them being completely in control of their work they don't have uh, so many issues. They know that the quality is is good because they've done it themselves, and they just feel more in control and 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 happier with the situation. and And that's great. So there's absolutely nothing wrong with that approach at all. And then outsourcing. Well, that's that's a different uh, different kettle of fish altogether. That can allow people to serve more clients. That can enable people to grow their businesses. But somehow it's seen by some people as as doing something wrong. So you should you shouldn't you shouldn't be outsourcing. You why why would you outsource? And um, and it's wrong to take a margin from from people. In other words, pay them less than you receive from the client. And you can't guarantee the quality of the work to the client, and so on and so on. So I think when you look at outsourcing. Or when you look at growing a business, that's that's what many many businesses do, and that enables them to serve more people and to serve more clients. So that kind of brings me on to the the first thing I want to talk about today, which is which is which is the mindset the the mindset of outsourcing. But before I get into that, I, I would just say there's there's nothing wrong with outsourcing. There's nothing wrong with outsourcing if you do it right, and, and like so many things in life, if you do it right, there's there's nothing wrong with it. Now it's it's different if you're going to outsource to translators who aren't able to to do the job correctly, translators who aren't able to deliver. You're you're really cutting corners. You're delivering poor quality work to your client. You're overcharging your client. You're paying the 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 translators as as little as possible. You're you're not paying you're not paying people on time, but you're getting money from your clients on time. So so all of those kind of practices are, are clearly are clearly wrong, and that's not what I'm talking about when I'm talking about outsourcing. So I think there is a, a right way and a wrong way of doing things. So that so so the point the first point I wanted to make is mindset. So do you have the mindset for outsourcing or not? And I think that's the the, the first step 
is to decide where you are on that spectrum and understand that it is what works for you and there's no right answer and there's no wrong answer. So if you analyze the situation and, and say, hey, you know what, I'm going to stay as a pure freelancer, that's absolutely fine, that's absolutely perfect. If you decide that you want to outsource, then you need to have the right mindset in terms of why you are doing it. And why you are doing it can't just be because you want to make more money. That just doesn't, that's not going to be strong enough on its own. It really has to be because you want to create something that is going to serve more clients, that is going to help more clients, help more people to achieve their goals. And then in return, yes, you will you will generate increased revenue and you will build a business. But you really need to focus on that that serving serving clients and serving people first. And and that for me is really, really important in all of this. Because if you can if you can help people, if you actually create an organization that is able to help a, a greater number of companies to translate their content, let's say, then you then you are helping. You are helping them get their message out to the world and you are helping them grow. And in return, you are you are succeeding as well. So I think it, you, you need to have the mindset in terms of why you would want to outsource in the first place. And that shouldn't be entirely based on money, in my opinion. And the other thing that that I would suggest that you you have to think about in terms of mindset is is perfection or or, <laughs> or lack of perfection, if you like. When you when you grow a team of people, you are going to be working with different characters you're going to be working with people of different levels of ability with different things going on in their lives and not everything's going to be perfect so you immediately lose a great deal of control that that you had when when you're working on your own because when you're working on your own you know exactly what the document is like okay there might be one or two mistakes in there that you you've missed but generally speaking you know what sort of quality document you are delivering you you're able to manage your own time you're able to make sure that you deliver on time and so on and so on so so when you work with other people you need to not let go of that perfection but you need to understand that there's a reality out there that for example outsourcers will sometimes deliver their jobs late or they will sometimes deliver their jobs to a lower standard than you would expect and and that's going to always happen whoever you work with you can't you're not going to get a perfect situation in that and and you need to be able to deal with that because if you are the person in charge of this operation then you're going to be the person who has to talk with the client and explain it to them and you need to protect your team and defend your team sometimes and and sometimes you need to apologize and all of those kind of things that some people feel a little bit uncomfortable with because you have to manage the whole situation of your company or your organization or your team's output it's not just down to what you produce so some people are comfortable with that some people learn how to do that over time I learned how to do it over time and some people are uncomfortable with it and don't feel that they want to that they want to change that so so that's the first thing is mindset and I think if you can get the mindset right like in, in many areas, that's going to stand you in good stead. The second point that I want to highlight today is margin. You need a margin if you are going to outsource. And and 10% is just not going to, to cut it. So you can't build a business on a 10% margin. You can't simply add 10% onto, onto what you pay a translator 
and charge the client that. You need to think bigger in terms of, of margins. And, and this is where some people struggle. Some people struggle with this idea of margin because they say, well, you know, how can I charge the client double or almost double what I'm paying a translator? But I think that's the reality of many agencies is that they charge significantly more to a client than they pay to translators. And where's the justification in that? Well, the justification is that they are providing a service to the client. They're helping the client to solve a problem. They, they have lots of, um, lots of marketing costs in order to get in front of that client. They have lots of uh, processes. So it's not, it's not a simple operation, like a, a simple freelancing operation working on one translation project. So you, if, if you were going to outsource, you'd need to have a margin that I would call an acceptable margin and not a, a razor thin margin because that's just going to create problems and you're just going to be generating work for other people but you're not going to be you might be solving the problem for the client but you're not going to be actually generating increased revenue and incre or increased profit for for you and your organization so there needs to be a margin and there needs to be an understanding of why that margin exists and why that margin is acceptable and that you're not um you know, you're not you're not ripping anyone off or, or anything like that. There's some some of these thoughts that are out there or opinions that are out there that, that I don't really necessarily ag agree with. I think all companies have uh, a margin and different companies in different industries have have different margins. You'll see it in, in tutoring. You'll see it in in web design. You'll see it in, in a whole range of, of industries. And there needs to be an acceptable margin because if you're outsourcing, you're effectively running a company. You're going to have taxes, you're going to have marketing costs, you're going to have increased operational and management costs, and it's just not going to work if the margin is is razor thin. But I think you need to get to a point where you you understand that. Because sometimes the freelancer's point of view is very much, well, I don't really understand how they can charge 30%, 40%, 80% more than I get paid when I'm the one doing all the work. And yeah, sure, you might be the one as a freelancer doing all the work, but you haven't got the client, you haven't invested in the marketing to go out and, and, and get that client. And I think that's sometimes something that freelancers don't fully appreciate. Um, I've been on both sides of the both, both sides of the equation, if you like. And, uh, and there is a lot of work that goes on in, in, some, in some agencies and some outsourcing companies in order to make everything work smoothly and in order to create that that job for for the freelancer so I think there needs to be a certain appreciation of of that as well so margin is something that you need to be comfortable with if you're going to outsource otherwise this is something that's simply not going to work you're not going to make enough money and you're going to just have increased hassle and in, increased number of problems and it's it's not going to be worth it financially and then you're not going to be able to continue to provide a great service to your clients so that's number two is margin. Number three is team members or the people to whom you are going to be outsourcing. Now, this is going to have a huge, huge impact on your your success and your, your operation. So, so what kind of people are you going to be outsourcing to? And there's a whole range of people out there. And it depends on the service that you're providing. And it, it depends on how much you're charging. And it depends on the country in which you're operating it depends on a whole a whole bunch of, of factors, but you need to find the right people for your team. And that might be very qualified people. 
who are typically going to be more expensive. It might be people in the mid-range or it could really be any kind of um, freelancer. But you need to have a clearly defined profile in terms of what your team requires. Are you going to be working with with MT and, and post-editing? Are you working with technical documents? Are you working with highly specialized documents in a, in a particular sector? So it depends on a whole a whole range of factors. But you need to hire the right people for your team. And I think you need to invest quite a lot of time finding people who are capable, but all not only capable, but people who are also the right fit. And I, I think that's something that people miss sometimes, having people who are the right fit. So you might have someone who's extremely highly qualified that has a very strong resume or CV, but somehow when they come to work for you they're not they're not quite the right fit so I think you do need to invest a lot of time perhaps more time than you might think finding the right person for what it is that you're trying to achieve it's not just any freelancer and it's not the top freelancer either necessarily because that person might not be not might be right for you so definitely a lot of time investing in the team Number four, quality control issues or a process. Now, when you work on, on your own, you kind of have a process that's, that becomes, I think, over time, just becomes automatic. You just, you, you get the translation in, you, you read it through, you get cracking, you review it, you send it off, you invoice, whatever, whatever your process might be, it's a process that you do automatically. Now, when you work with other people, that process is not necessarily going to be the same. And it's not necessarily going to be perfect. And you need to build in some process in order to protect your quality. So what do I mean by that? Well, when you're outsourcing to a translator, there might be several um, different steps involved. And the first thing is to, is to come to an agreement in terms of time, money, quality, everything else. Everything needs to be super clear and should be written down. You don't necessarily need a contract, but you certainly probably do need an email with these terms and conditions on or exactly what is expected of that person. If not, they might not deliver. And also you should include in that what happens if, if those terms aren't met. So I think the way that you set up the agreement at the outset is very important. Then if it's a, if it's a longer job, you're going to need to monitor that as they proceed through the job. You can't just leave someone for, for two weeks, in my opinion. You might need to check in with them at some point. And then at the end, you might need some kind of process, review process. So you might need to review that document yourself or you might need someone else to review that document in order to check that they have delivered what they were hired to deliver. And this is where some people, um, first of all, fall down and also where some people don't realize the value that some translation companies or agencies add to the whole process. Because a lot of people think that when it comes to outsourcing, it's simply a case of hiring someone, they do the job, and then that job gets submitted directly to the client. But it, in a lot of cases, it's not as simple as that, because the job, when it comes back, is not of the required quality and therefore needs to be revised, needs to be checked before it can be sent on to the client. And that can get, I'm not going to get into all of this right now, but but you can imagine that that gets... Um, significantly more complicated when there are multiple documents and multiple translators and, and, and different deadlines and so on and so on. So I think you do need to have a clearly defined process 
And into that process, you need to build some time as well. And what do I mean by that? Well, if you have to deliver a document at 4 p.m. on a certain day to a client, it doesn't really make sense that you get that back from the translator or the, the person to whom you're outsourcing at 3 p.m. because you're not going to have much time to check that document. If you got it back the day before, you at least have uh, a chance to check it and for someone else to take a look at it. So you need to build in these, these times, these extra times into your process, and that can make it a little bit longer, and that can make it a little bit more complicated than when you're, when you're doing things on your own because you're not managing just your own time anymore. You're managing other people's time as well. But whatever way you do it, you're going to need you're going to need that process, and and that process is really that process is is really important because I I think I'm a big believer in processes, and I think if you don't have a process, sooner or later you you're going to fall down. If you're just going to outsource something and get it back and and not really be clear what happens to that document when it comes back to you, then sooner or later I think that you're going to you're going to fall down. Number five is marketing. Now, if you are going to serve more and more clients then you are really going to have to step up your your marketing efforts and this is where people's jobs or people's tasks change significantly in many cases when they go from being a freelancer to being an outsourcer and, and creating a small company because it, it's just a it's just a different um it's just a uh, it's just a different setup really you need to you need to get out there and, and get more clients if you're going to serve serve them and if you're going to grow your business and if you're going to outsource you you're going to have to work with more clients and that really requires a, a, a significant in many cases a significantly a significant increase in your marketing efforts now i'm not going to get into marketing here just to say that it, it's normally going to require more time and more money and and those are the two things that that you're going to have to invest if you are going to succeed in serving more clients it really is that simple now which exact marketing strategy you choose and how much it costs well like like I've said I, I won't get into that but you do need to be investing much more time in marketing and much more money in marketing as well I don't think you can expect to serve more clients by not investing more money and again that's something that that a lot of people don't necessarily see if you if you're going to outsource you're going to have to make that kind of commitment in my opinion so massively increased marketing effort in order to make all of this work and finally management so point number six management this is quite a brief overview um, what I'm sharing today just a, a few sort of quick ideas and, and tips really about outsourcing but number six is management and I think it comes down to the fact that well, I think it comes down to the fact that when you outsource to someone else you are the boss and a lot of people don't really see themselves as the boss and they think that outsourcing, outsourcing to a colleague, outsourcing to a friend, it's all going to be okay because it's kind of this friendly relationship and it's someone that they know and it's someone that they trust or it's someone that they found on the internet or, or whatever it might be. So, so that, that, but there needs to be this understanding that if you outsource the work, you are the boss and you need to step into the boss's shoes and, and fill those shoes and understand that you have a right because you're paying for a job, you have a right to expect a certain degree of quality and you expect the job to be completed correctly and so on and so on. And so sometimes in this scenario, you need to, you need to act like the boss and you're going to, you're going to have to um, 
you're going to have to have some tough words with people from time to time. That's not not, not in the general run of things, of course. A lot of things can, can run smoothly um, for a large uh, proportion of time if you set things up correctly. But but there are going to be times when you're going to have to have that role and not everyone is com- comfortable with that. You are going to have to say, hey, this needs to be done like this. This is how I want it. This is how it needs to be done, et cetera, et cetera. So you need to, you need to step into that management role and as i've said not everyone is comfortable with that you don't need to be the world's greatest manager at the beginning you can certainly learn things and improve at management as you go along that's absolutely for sure but you do need to be able to to have that sort of presence about you and that that philosophy that that belief in in what you're doing and understand that you will need things done right for your for your team, for your organization, if things are going to be successful. So that's a few very quick tips or, or, or ideas. Let me run through what I've covered today. So it was one, one was mindset, two was margin, three was team members, four quality control or process, five marketing, and six management. So just a few things to keep in mind. Now, I am going to be exploring this in much more detail and really talking to people or helping people to actually create an LSP, how to actually develop a team of freelancers, how to carry out that marketing that is going to get them those increased clients. And 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 so for those of you who are really interested in, in creating an LSP, creating a translation company and serving more clients and growing your business, then I'm going to be going into much more detail. So check out training.pros.com for that. And if you have any questions at all, about outsourcing or in fact about anything else translation or interpreting related then please reach out to me at training at pros.com training at pros.com i'd love to hear from you i'd love to hear where you are in your journey and what you think you might need in terms of training so quite a quick uh, podcast today i hope you found that useful just uh, those few outsourcing tips i hope you enjoy the rest of your week and uh, well i'll be back again soon All the very best and take care. Bye-bye.